1: Blessings, everyone, and welcome back to Superpowers of the Soul. (laughs) Oh, this is Amorca, and I'm truly delighted, as you can tell by my giggles, to be here with you today. I, I really invite you to take a nice, deep, centering breath as we tune in together, and I really hope you enjoy what I suspect is going to be a super rich conversation about personal power and the healing arts with our beautiful guest today, Orlia Rollins. Orlia is this gorgeous natural born healer who uses energy in many, many forms to support her clients. As a healing arts practitioner, Orlia uses Rahani and flower essences, crystals and meditative journeying to craft the custom energy sessions that she provides. She's also an open channel, and she has the ability to connect with ascended masters, elementals, galactic beings, and celestial realms. Orlia is this beautiful, courageous soul with an incredibly fierce spirit and a truly dedicated and generous heart, a super generous heart. And I'm just extra excited that she's here with us today to chat about this. One of my favorite topics. Orlia, welcome to the show, sweetheart.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super happy to be here, to say the least. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to this conversation about personal power and the healing arts. I mean, I'm so jazzed about it. Why are you so passionate about this?
0: I'm super passionate about this because I have been on both ends, so to speak, as the beginner in between, and then now the person who's providing um, providing assistance to others as well.
1: Mm. So we really get to chat about it from the perspective of the receiver and the giver, right? The client and the practitioner. I love that
0: scope. Yes
1: yeah, and important, I agree. Okay. Well, I can't wait actually to dive right into all of that because this topic is is really active for me. i I think it's really important to talk about. I love the different perspectives we get to share today about it. And I feel like it's, um, you know, it's something that, uh, can't be illuminated and talked about enough. So, uh, you know, to be fair, I'm especially excited to find out more about Rahani and galactic beings, I will say. So I think we're just going to go ahead and take our short break now, so that we can come back and stay in total flow. So before we cut to break, Orlia, can you share with people, where's the best place for people to go connect with you?
0: Yes, I do have a Facebook page and it's facebook.com slash channeler and energy conduit, all one word.
1: Beautiful. So channeler and energy conduit, all one word.
0: That's correct. Yes.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Okay. We'll make sure the link's in there for everybody on the show page. All right, everyone, you are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network, and we're going to be right back to get deep into personal power and the healing arts with Orlia Rollins in just a moment. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Amor Kai, and if you're just tuning in, today we're talking with Orlia Rollins about personal power and the healing arts. And so, Orlia, let's talk a little bit Just briefly about, you know, what we mean by healing arts and and what you do for people as a healer in a channel, just give us a little snapshot about what that looks like. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, for for everybody, it's it's a little different. But for me, I offer um, what's called Rahani Celestial Healing. Rahani means of one heart, and it's been around for about twenty two years. But there's a lot of folks who work within um, the healing arts that haven't heard of it before, and so it works within fifth dimensional healing, and it's all about TLC—truth, love, and compassion—and um, forgiveness uh, towards oneself and towards others. And it works within the pink uh, ray um, love light of healing is what it does. So working with the ascended masters, the 51 pink um, healing angels of Rahani, along with um, along with the archangels as well. And I also provide uh, custom energy uh, sessions as well for folks. And what guides me with that is not me as the Healing arts practitioner of what I think. It's about what I receive um, as soon as a client says that they want to work with me. I can receive messages from their higher selves, from their um, celestial teams or ancestors. And I'm just guided as to what would be the best, um, the best mediums, if you will, tools to help support um, an individual in what they what they need in that particular time with each session, it shifts and changes. It's fluid, just like we are.
1: Hmm. Oh, I love that you spoke to that. Fluidity is really key. And I find that more and more as we go along in these years, it's, it's just more and more prevalent. And it's showing itself to be so important on the path really powerful. So sounds like, you know, everything is, is really customized in that fluidity, but the the healing support is energetic in nature. There are different mediums that you use in support of whoever you are working with. And it sounds like what you're saying is rather than coming from your mind, your human mind or opinion, so to speak, your, your job and your work is really about tuning in and receiving guidance and being the channel or the conduit for that so it's almost like you're you're a a station in between this being and their own higher selves their own higher teams or energies something like that
0: yes that's a great way of that's a great way of explaining it absolutely
1: So I love that for so many reasons, but I'm so curious because, you know, you've, you've been a client, perhaps you still experience yourself as a client and you're also a practitioner. And so I would love to chat a little bit about where personal power comes in with the healing arts, because I don't know about you, but I've really noticed that for many of us, and certainly I've been there in the past where I've been looking to, to others, you know, in In any capacity with healing arts or or psychotherapy or doctors or or whatever it is, yeah. but when I'm feeling any kind of pain or seeking support of some kind, in the past i've I've been prone to want to sort of abdicate my personal power and sort of show <laughs> up in a hello, can you fix me kind of fashion <laughs> rather than really standing in it and and working together? And I don't know if your experience of that
0: if you can relate. But, um, yeah, you know, (laughs) I can completely relate to that. Absolutely. It's like, I've showed up, I'm here, fix me. And then, you know, give me a lollipop and I'll be on my way. Everything will be good. It's so funny. And in some
1: instances, you know, I mean, you can you can definitely receive support and heal and and get mended with all of the support without advocating that power. And so let's just speak into that for a moment, I guess, because it really is a different intentionality. Right. To me, how you show up and it it works both ways. I, I would showing up as a client and as a practitioner. Would you agree that intentionality is key?
0: Oh the int- I'm so grateful that you have have said that because to me the intentionality is absolutely the key. I can I can tell the difference when I have a client that shows up and they're curious but they they still are nervous about whatever the case may be, because it's experiential, right? As we know, with energy work, it's experiential. So I can go ahead and talk to people and provide them with as much information. It's just, you're never really going to know how it feels for you, unless you're fully open to receiving. And that's the part that I find um, that kind of trips people up, it kind of goes back to the intentionality piece, which is being able to receive. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when people have a A hardship or a challenge of actually receiving that actually gets gets in their way so to speak of being able to be in their own personal power um, and be able to co-create the healing Mm -hmm. rather than think that they're showing up and having the healing done to them that's actually a co-creation for them Mm
1: -hmm. I love that distinction it really highlights that truth and I find that if I'm if I am going to, get, if you're, I feel like I'm going to get something done to me, um, not only am I coming from a space of, of abdicating a little bit of, of power and sort of giving that power away to a degree, or perhaps not recognizing my part, my power, my, my part in that co creation, but I suspect, you know, if I put myself in those shoes and I, I look through that lens, I'm apt to feel a lot of fear. That to me brings up feelings of fear like what is going to be done to me how is it going to be done to me I don't feel like I'm in power of what gets done to me I don't feel like I have say that's sort of what that brings up for me I don't know about you
0: yeah all of uh, truly all of the above all of the above for me I know um when I've been a client especially starting on my path that's exactly how I felt and so it didn't matter which practitioner I went to um I was always left feeling that way, but it wasn't because of the practitioners. I mean, I can say that now looking back with beautiful hindsight, but sure. in the moment, but in the moment, I thought it was because maybe myself and that practitioner didn't click. And sometimes that's, that's true. Just like when we go to, like you said, a dentist or a therapist, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of do need to shop around. And I find that for energy energy work and for healing arts practitioners we don't really talk about that as as much um or as openly which is i i may not be everybody's cup of tea so to speak right and it's not because yeah it's not it's not because the person the individual who's coming to see me um isn't in need of that co-creation or assistance i'm just literally not their conduit their vehicle they may need somebody else that they're better matched with energetically Mm-hmm.
1: I love that you're referencing that because it's so true and for some reason um you're right. I don't care about that as much.
0: So <laughs> funny. That's an interesting <laughs> point. But
1: it's true. You you and that's to me the first step of standing in your personal power as you connect with and receive the support that you feel guided to does this person resonate with you is your intuition guiding you in this direction how does it feel for you it, it it's it's not a um it's not a rejection right it's an alignment piece and so i think you're absolutely right in standing in that personal power from the get-go is you know what's the resonance here for me to work with this person and then exploring more from there that's a really powerful place to start
0: I agree absolutely. Because if we don't start from that place, then that to me just really feeds into the giving your own power away and 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 creating those fears and highlighting those fears and highlighting. I don't have a say in this. I'm here for you to fix me. I can't. I can't heal myself. And truly, mm-hmm. as healers, we all know that that's the that's the secret, right? We're just mm-hmm. we're just mirrors, reflectors. Um, amplifiers for the individual to come see us because they're actually doing the healing for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so there's so much coming up in me. I've got like four questions, <laughs> <parting> <laughs> through my head, <laughs> because I'm, it's exciting to just relax into that truth. And I think that it's okay to stand and face our own fears around feeling like we don't know how to help ourselves or we don't know how to heal ourselves or what it means to receive support or receive a space of love or do our own healing work in co-creation with someone else as that mirror, that channel, that amplifier, but not giving it away to say, right. um, That that you're not an, an active participant in this. In fact, that you, you don't have power in it. And so do you notice the difference in people's experiences when they come, you know, from different places along that spectrum of, I'm here feeling feeling powerless and and wanting you to fix me versus I'm here, right? Standing in my personal power with the intention to receive all the loving support I need to To co-create this healing experience for myself, to p- support myself along this healing path, to support myself in general, right? For whatever reason. Do you notice a big difference in the experiences? Uh, to have? me,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you pose this question because to me, that's really the crux of it. I, I can pick that up. I can pick that up immediately. And so what happens is for folks who um, really either it's low self-esteem or they don't believe in themselves or they, whatever their fears are or thoughts are when, you know, when they receive the energy work, of course they receive whatever, whatever is needed in their highest. However, it's not as potent. It's all to me. I, I, I would consider it to be like a, a very mild kind of watered down version, so to speak. Whereas when folks come in and they're standing in their power and they, and they know that they have themselves, so to speak, but they're there for some assistance, some help or guidance. Um, It's exponentially very different. It's like some people will have um, like a life changing moment. Some people have been perhaps working on certain things for a while. And this was like, this was like the little nudge or the boost that they needed, um, some support that they needed in order to have a breakthrough. So I find that people who show up for themselves in that way have large breakthroughs, whereas others who are still in fear and some of them I call runners, right? Like they're they want like they're interested and they want to receive and they will, but because of the fear that's within them, it's like it's like you, it's like the ability that you have to share with them is an attraction and a repellent at the same time.
1: Hmm. So what would you say to people who are feeling that way? How would you really let people know? Like how would you frame your work in a way that allows people to relax into that truth and receive the highest they possibly can versus how they may be viewing it, you know, just by default?
0: Yeah, so what I what I do with my clients is I just, um, I I do some a little bit of breath work beforehand, and also which helps them uh, help guide them to go from the feeling the difference from being in your head space to Mm -hmm. heart space, because a lot of us are roaming around. And we're so much in the thinking space, um, the doing space that we don't even realize or, or aren't even sure what that feels like for us to even be in the heart space, let alone what that feels like for us, what our body signals to us, how that feels. So I do a little bit of that work prior to actually doing um, a full-fledged session. Mm, Beautiful. And so if
1: I was considering, uh, you know, working with you or anybody in the healing arts, what are some of the ways I could start to think about that work that would help relax this tendency if I had it? To come in from the mind, to come in with a fixed me mentality, and also this sort of push pull of I'm a little scared of you because I do feel overpowered by you. I do feel overwhelmed. I do feel like you're seeing right through me or whatever it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah,
0: just slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I think that's a big piece that you that you raise, which is vulnerability most of most of us are taught that it's not safe to be vulnerable. So for my clients, that's what I create first and foremost is a safe space energetically. And so then that way, when they come into, um, Come into the room. the The space feels quite lovely, and of course, it's tailor made. It's customized for the individual, so that usually helps them to relax. And whether they need to hear it through through words, whether they need to receive it energetically, or both, um, that's what we that's what we do. And I always say to folks, like, this is about you. This is for you. This is not about me. There's no right or wrong, good or bad. There's no disappointment if after you and i go through this step if you feel that this is no longer aligned for you if you feel you're not ready for today it's more than okay to say no you're not hurting my feelings cuz again this is about you and what your needs are it's it's not about it's not about perception or judgment or criticism cuz there is absolutely no judgment from me and i just share with them that whatever they're feeling and what comes up for them is a reflection for them and i also just remind them that you know whatever comes up whatever happens stays with me mm-hmm. yeah you know I, it's conf, I, it's, I, it's yeah it's confidential know. and also if if you know because it is you know if if it, if i happen to see somebody on the street i will just let them know it's not like I'm going to shout out to them and say, Hey, how are you? Because people may wonder how we know each other. So I just, I just go the extra step and say, if you acknowledge me, that's one thing, but when we're out in public, you know, it's a smaller town where I currently live. Um, I won't necessarily acknowledge you because people would wonder how we know each other. So,
1: Mm. Oh, I really appreciate everything you're sharing there. And I think that, you know whether you're a healing arts practitioner yourself listening in or a client as as many of us are in all kinds of different capacities and with all kinds of different offerings in the world right now it is so important to remember that asking questions and feeling safe and speaking up and you know being honest in your vulnerability this felt aligned and now it doesn't i'm feeling a little hesitant could you answer x y and z for me i you know really feeling that someone has your confidentiality and has your trust right at the level that is is really felt through and through by you is so important and how better to relax into that healing space that you need to cultivate for yourself to receive whatever it is you felt guided to go and get support for in the first place. Would you agree? The more relaxed you are, the more open you are, the more standing in your own personal power, understanding it was your own aligned guidance, your own intuitive channel that led you to this space and that you're able to stay or go at a moment's notice, right? Everything is allowed to change. The more you can relax into bowing to your own truth, I think is how I would phrase it, in every moment, uh, I, I suspect that that is, or my experience anyway, that's the most that you can set yourself up for success as far as the ability to receive everything that is there for you.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you just packaged that so beautifully. I, I, I don't really have anything else to add because you just said it so eloquently.
1: Oh, you're hilarious. Yeah, I, I love you. Yeah, well, it's it's, <laughs> it's really, it's really active in me. Like I feel it in my body when I'm speaking to it. It's so important. And I think that if you've experienced it, it can be easy to take it for granted and forget that others are not experiencing that. Uh, forget maybe that there was a time when you didn't experience that so well, even I mean, you know, sometimes things that were hard when they become easy we we sort of forget when they were hard and so yeah i think it's so important for all of us to remember whatever shoes we're standing in that this is so important and that there's a there's a responsibility to check in about it there's a a, a grace and a a powerful loving service i would say that part of of personal power is recognizing the personal power of others in a way that is reflective that creates a space that that carries that vibration and, and helps remind everybody in the space of that truth to me that's that's really tough yes. i mean you know so powerful okay i i gotta galactic yes. beings i mean let's segue i, I gotta i gotta <laughs> ask about the channel because <laughs> this must come off all the time it's so it's so fun um and it's so interesting when you talk about connecting with other people's higher selves and you talk about connecting with the, I think you said 51 healing angels, pink healing angels and ascended masters. Yes. And, I mean, I'm I'm pretty stuck on galactic beings, but tell me, briefly, <laughs> me too. were you born this way? Have you always done this? Did this come about? Give me a snapshot of how you're doing this. How did this come about for you, first of all?
0: I, you know, I always had some knowing when I was a child, but, and I need to say that I I just had an inner knowing, a deep inner knowing that I was meant to see and hear, hear things, hear other people. And I remember getting angry and renouncing a higher power at like, I think six or eight years old. Cause I was like, you told me I would see things and hear things and I don't. So I renounced everything. And then it was May 1st, 2014. Um, I just ended up literally waking up one day and I was walking down my stairs to leave for work. And I heard a voice um, telepathically and it just kind of went from there. So I started doing lessons with Archangel Michael for six weeks. So, um, in Miles Canyon, in a place where, where I currently live every day. And then other archangels came to me to provide some some lessons. And it's just it's grown from there. And when I was in living in Costa Rica, I was doing a Rahani session, a distance Rahani session for one of my friends. And all of a sudden, Nicole being named Dr. Sokoru showed up. So I've been working intermittently with him for, for about four years now, but he has really been steadfast with me for the past six months.
1: Mm. Amazing. I love this. And so how, what does that look like when you're working with others? I mean, you, you mentioned about being able to reach guidance and follow that guidance as far as what mediums to use and what space to hold but how does all this work when you're working with other people do you just work with Dr. Sukuro do you intend on who to ask ca- so many questions tell me what it's like
0: <laughs> so what it what it's like is usually what happens is I I have um I'm usually guided to do like a crystal, like a crystal circle for each of my clients. And it's whatever crystals are needed in that moment of that day. And, um, I also have some sort of a scent going on if people can handle scents. So that's either, you know, essential oils or, um, just through other, other myriads, um, as well. And then, you know, if it's smudging or if it's like, sticks or whatever the person always chooses whatever their scent is i always provide options i mean it's not about me pretending to know what the person needs again it's in co-creation it's always about the co-creation of um the energy of what the person needs to receive and so usually have some form of scent going on and uh, candles of course for light and fire and um yeah. Then when my client goes on the table, it's just um, whoever I'm guided to call in. I mean, I will in- call in everybody. I will invite all those beautiful, loving um, beings in. And it just depends on who needs to step step in um, for that individual. Dr. Socorro, he is always with me um, because he does some of the Some of the healing pieces, especially if somebody has a lot of old grief, a lot of old anger, a lot of old pain or hurt, not only from this lifetime, but could be from parallel lifetimes or past lives, whichever and whatever people believe in. Um, He helps with that. He helps to remove that um, at a rate energetically that we would not be able to release in the physical at the same rate. And he has special tools
1: (laughs) that he uses
0: while I'm doing while I'm channeling the energy of all the other beings as well. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, um, depending on, I also do uh, what's lovingly called aftercare. So sometimes Mm -hmm. that's creating tinctures with um, gem essences or with flower essences um, it could be juicing. I had, you know, I was guided to juice for a client of mine last week. Um, so I just provided some juice that they needed to have um, that night and the next day. And yeah, it could it could be whatever it is that I'm guided to. Sometimes it's gifting folks with crystals. Um, and of course, uh, using lots of water and then bringing in the element of salt, whether somebody has access to a tub or not. It's just um, obviously having um, salt baths or just having salt in a basin and just allowing the toxins to run through you. And as I always say to folks, you need to be gentle with yourself, you know, not just physically, but it's uh, particularly mentally after when you've had a session. Mm. That's what I mean by be gentle with yourself. It's on all levels. It's not just in the one. You know, you don't want to go for a five kilometer hike afterwards, (laughs) you know, because you need to, it's a time for your body to readjust, to rejuvenate and, um, to replenish because obviously, um, for people, there's a lot of, a lot of release and it just depends on whatever it is that they're releasing. And it's not just about releasing part of healing, which I think sometimes healing arts practitioners, we tend to overshadow sometimes because we keep talking about releasing it's also the receiving sometimes people will receive light codes they will receive other downloads um from the beings that are working and co-creating with them while they're on the while they're on the table or even at a distance um Mm. for for my client
1: yeah beautiful so when i hear you speaking about that i see the co-creation piece that you're speaking to in such a way, it's almost like you are in service using your gifts, your abilities to to channel and to use the, the mediums that you've been trained in. But it, it's almost like you are, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway, but this is, <laughs> this is what came to <laughs> like. I saw you as this like amazing <laughs> sort of battery. It's like, you know, if my if my cell phone, <laughs> such a weird metaphor, but I'm seeing if my cell phone's out of juice and you know, you can buy those battery packs and plug it in and get another 12 hours out of it kind of thing. It's almost like you provide this amazing amplification effect and this clear channel through which I can co-facilitate whatever I need to receive. Uh, whatever, you know, is going to support me best in this healing moment in this healing journey, rather than, um, you know, in in other instances, I find like, I would go in and and maybe uh, get some some hands on healing support from someone who has more knowledge than me in a specific area. I'm thinking of like a sports therapist. Like, I don't know what's wrong with my ankle. (laughs) I know it hurts when I do this. And if I talk to you and you have that specific knowledge, that's really helpful in providing a support plan to to heal, right? Uh, If I've been injured. But, and I can see how it's so easy for us to kind of project that onto this experience. And yet it's so completely different, isn't it? And it's, do you find that what I'm saying? Like that. That's probably what you 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 may have come up not come up against, but you know what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, um, I I hear you and I feel you.
0: Yep, absolutely. I hear you and feel you. And actually, it's so interesting, <laughs> super interesting. I still love synchronicities. But there's just so much fun, <laughs> um, and it's so playful, right? My inner child is just like stirring up with delight, right? She's just so excited. But that's truly what came through um, a few months ago for me was that the whole battery analogy, maybe not that exact kind of battery, but that's what it was is that that's what it is, is that I'm an amplifier for the co-creation. And that's why, um, that's why for me, it just, uh, yeah, for me, it's just, it feels so differently when folks who, as we kind of come full circle from the conversation, as we started out with is that that's why when people show up, in their power and in themselves. That's why it just feels super amplified for them. And for folks who are still coming from that space of giving their power away um, in that fix me mode that they'll still receive. It's just, it feels like a, like a mild current, right? So. Mm, Gotcha. Oh, rather than full charge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I
1: still get that. Oh, I love it. Were you, you know, do you find now, do you ever run into like this sort of feeling that people are scared of working with you? They might want to, but they, they feel a little trepidatious. Do you ever notice that?
0: Oh yes. There's, it's interesting you bring that up because recently that's how, that's how it's been. I have a few folks who will come to see me repeatedly and then there's other folks who um, will come to see me, but uh, they'll come see me at my, other type of work that I do and you can tell that they're curious and they they want to go ahead and ask questions but I call them runners lovingly which is Mm. like they it's like they they're again it's that whole attraction they're attracted to what your abilities are but then they also are scared of what your abilities are and and for me I think and I feel that it's more to do with um the projection right because again Mm -hmm. I'm not here making and creating this information up. I'm just purely an open channel. That's my responsibility is to be this open channel and to deliver the messages if somebody asks for them. Um, But I'm not responsible for how somebody um, receives them. And so I do find that people are um, incredibly scared when they know that you can see them, like you can actually see them. You can see their flaws. You can see their their shadows. And yet you're still there. You're still holding space for them. You're still standing there. They can't push you away because you can see them. And it's just a real wondrous thing at the same time. It's so beautiful to be able to reflect that back to somebody. And I can appreciate how scary that feels, especially when you're not used to feeling vulnerable and especially if you're not used to feeling emotions because when I started off on my path as you're well aware um I was so stuffed like a chimney I needed a few sweepings a few times (laughs) in order for me to even get used to my feelings to even feel feelings let alone I went through this whole journey of naming feelings because I didn't know I knew anger sadness and that was pretty much about it um so it's been a real journey for myself too so I can I can really appreciate and understand and have compassion for the others, who who are the same way. It's usually the feelers I find that have cut themselves off, or they're not aware that they're feelers, or they're not aware of empath, like they're em- that they're an empath, and so they soak all the energy up like a sponge, and they mm. just don't know what to do about that, right? Mm. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Oh, the metaphors flying today! I tell you, uh, so fun. <laughs> But I actually, you know, all kidding aside, I deeply appreciated what you're saying. And I feel like so much of this, you're right, is feeling based. I mean, I remember someone looking at me with eyes of pure love and pure compassion years and years ago where I still had this idea that you know that that wasn't I didn't deserve that 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 wasn't okay that like it was just overwhelming you know sometimes we get into those states where even what we want most feels so unfamiliar or feels so confronting or feel so awkward or or any of those things that um it's really easy I think to default and get stuck in the mind and sort of think about it and resist it and and look <laughs> down in a way you know those kinds of things so <laughs> I I really hear what you're saying there. I really get that. So, okay, well, just, you know, before we sort of wrap up this beautiful container for today, because I really appreciate what you're saying. I love the the piece that whether you're a client or practitioner, hey, let's focus on creating the space and really understand the power of co-creation. Let's understand what the responsibilities are. The responsibility of you, right? As the client, as the practitioner, what's my responsibility? What's yours? What is the the, the space and the experience we're creating today? What are you willing to receive? How can I serve? right as the conduit between you and you cannot how can i help amplify your whole healing journey that is such a different conversation than tell me what i should do next week tell me what i should do with my life tell me because sometimes you know, I I remember in, in my early days, I was just like, just tell me, just tell me what's my purpose. What's my point. What's my, what's my color. What's my name. What's my, just tell me what to do. Just tell me how to fix this. (laughs) I didn't really want me too. I
0: remember
1: remember those days where I was just, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to co-create. I didn't know that was what I was doing. I really felt everything was happening to me. And if you could just tell me how to have it happen to me better, (laughs) I think I would feel a lot better. (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah, I, I love it. it. Tell me how, it oh, how to do it right? better.
1: Oh, right. yes. I think we can all relate to it, to pieces of that in different areas of our lives. And so what is the, the, the sort of, you know, what do you most want people to know about personal power and the healing hearts? In other words, really, what is it and what is it not? What do you really want to mm-hmm. let people know about it? Because I know this is a journey for you. I know you care very deeply about this. I've heard you speak about it before and very passionately.
0: Mm, yeah, I'm extremely passionate about it. And I think it's because I, I felt like I didn't have any, any personal power when I started off on my journey. And that's how I looked at energy practitioners uh, anybody in the healing arts i felt like it was like going to the doctor and having white coat syndrome right exactly like everything you just shared tell me how to live my life better and what i want for people to to feel and to and to know is that you have this within you even if you think you don't even if you feel that you don't you truly have this power in you just allow yourself to Take that moment and feel into it. And even if you're not too sure what it looks like for you or feels like for you, if you could just gift yourself with that moment of trust that you have it within you, that's all you need to create that door to be open for you to start co-creating your life with yourself, with anybody else around you. Mm.
1: Beautiful. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I think that the intention that we started this whole conversation off with is really that key piece. And what I'm hearing the most from you is that anything that furthers the connection between you and you, between you and spirit, between you and the confidence to to actively participate, right, in in your unfolding journey of life understanding that anything that you feel called towards as you stand in your own personal power and walk alongside in that co-creative space, it, it is for you. That is something that's good for you. That's good for others. That's good for the planet and feels so rich and rewarding. And I suspect, as you shared earlier, is the number one way to receive the highest benefit from any interaction that you do feel intuitively aligned with.
0: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. Oh, thank you, Angel Face. So powerful, and I can I can really feel how important this is to you. I can feel your heart. I can feel how how I you know it's it's like a <laughs> you, you always want what's best for someone you love. And yet you have no say in that. Right. So I can just feel your deep, exactly. <laughs> your deep love for people to, to choose for themselves to receive from that place and, and for everybody in the healing arts to, to really honor that and, and hold that container to the highest degree for everybody to receive and everybody to feel that loving, healing support that uh, we all get to experience with other people. It's so much fun to do. It's so much fun to gather. It and is. <laughs> it's so wonderful to have other people to play with and, and to to co-create and support with. I. Yeah. I bow very deeply to that, my dear. Oh, thank you so (laughs) much. Oh, what a fabulous conversation. I just adore you and your beautiful energy. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here with us today for sharing so openly and, and for inspiring this conversation, personal power and the healing arts is crucial. It is so crucial to realize our part whatever end of the spectrum, right? We all play those different roles as we go practitioner, client and everything in between. And we can do it all so much more powerfully when we stand in our personal
0: power and honor that in others.
1: Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Orals.
0: Thank you so much for being (sighs) here today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
1: An absolute pleasure. All right, folks. and thank you all for being here with us too. I really hope today's episode serves your highest possible good and inspires you to relax even deeper into into trusting yourself and your unfolding journey, your own walk, you know, through this thing called life. And if you're if you're maybe feeling ready to enjoy that walk alongside some new friends and community, I really hope to see you over in the superpower universe at one of the many, many, many awesome gatherings going on over there all the time now. It's really incredible and growing so swiftly. Please head on over to superpowerexperts.com for all the info, as well as the access links to join in. And until next time, keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them into service, building a life and a world you love. So much love, everybody. Many blessings and bye for now. See you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to SuperpowerExperts.com to
1: unlock your superpowers and change your life today.